From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Right now on the Afternoon Edition, high school students in Santa Rosa are protesting against what they say was a failure by administrators leading up to this week's deadly stabbing. Good afternoon, I'm Elizabeth Cook. This is a live look at Maria Carrillo High School in Santa Rosa, where students from several schools are staging a walkout. They are calling out administrators for what they say is a failure after this week's deadly stabbing at Montgomery High School. Demonstrators say the incident was just the most glaring example of a worsening problem. On Wednesday, 16-year-old Jaden Pienta died after a 15-year-old freshman stabbed him three times during a fight inside a classroom at Montgomery High, right in front of dozens of students. Another 16-year-old junior was hurt in the stabbing as well, but is recovering. A 15-year-old freshman is facing felony murder charges. Now fellow students want their voices heard. After like every school in the county got like threats about school shootings or just incidents in general, it just it, it made it made the students, including me, really worry about the future of the school, what would, what would happen. And then after we heard about the incident here, um, you know, students on social media started posting about um, a walkout tomorrow because because us us as students as a whole didn't feel didn't feel safe anymore. Some parents say they are also growing more alarmed after hearing stories from their kids about what sometimes happens at school. My daughters come home almost daily and tell me, oh my God, mom, there's a fight today. It was really bad, you know, almost on a daily basis. Parents there say there is a history of bullying within Santa Rosa City Schools that has never really been addressed. We've reached out to the administrators to see if they have a response to these allegations, and we are still waiting to hear back. And Sonoma County District Attorney Carla Rodriguez released a statement saying in part that her office will be seeking justice and providing the community with information. But there are also regulations in place that protect the privacy rights of minors. We will continue to follow the story and everything that develops with it. You can always find updates on our website, kpix.com, and we are always streaming on CBS News Bay Area. Police in San Jose are keeping a very close eye on a home after finding so many explosives and drug making materials. They had to call in the feds. Police arrested 35 year old Peter Karasev on Wednesday after he was found in possession of explosive material. When authorities searched his home, they found even more. Police say this discovery was even more shocking since he lived at the home with his wife and children. Investigators could be on the scene for days. This all happened along Potomac Court in the southern part of the city, very close to Henry T. Gunderson High School. Still not clear how the explosives were found in the suspect's home. Also in San Jose, police have arrested a man accused of violently attacking a food vendor right outside SAP Center last month. But police tell us the man has posted bail and is no longer in custody. 33-year-old Dioscoro Reyes is facing a felony assault charge after police investigations led to an arrest warrant. Reyes was booked into the Santa Clara County Jail on Wednesday. The attack last month sent the vendor to the hospital. Witness video of the incident quickly went viral. Police say security camera video led them to the suspect. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Leave. What? 
The incident came just days after another attack on another San Jose food vendor. 43-year-old Kenny Ho is accused of smashing the victim's food cart with a bat and entering the vendor's truck. He's now facing charges of assault with a deadly weapon and attempted carjacking. Senator Dianne Feinstein is in a San Francisco hospital getting treatment for a painful skin condition. The 89-year-old California senator has been diagnosed with shingles, which can develop in older adults who have had chickenpox. In a statement, the senator said she was diagnosed back in late February and has been receiving medical care in San Francisco. Feinstein says she expects to make a full recovery and hopes to return to the Senate later on this month. All right, let's switching gears. Let's get to First Alert meteorologist Jessica Birch. Everybody excited for the weekend, but it oh, sounds yeah. like we're going to have to stay inside. I know. Well, yes and no at times. Let's okay. just plan this out so everyone can still find their time to at least get out there and get some fresh air. The dogs need to go on walks. We all know the drill, but taking a quick look, starting off from Mount Diablo, it's been a partly cloudy day all day. You see that just off in the distance. Snow still on Mount Diablo, and we're going to be seeing just a little bit more within the next couple days as snow levels are expected to drop down to around 2,000 feet. Now, taking a look at current temperatures, it's 50s throughout the board, even warmer up near Santa Rosa. And like I mentioned, we have another series of storms sweeping in and so we're going to be seeing just a little bit more snow in those higher elevated areas about four inches near Mount Hamilton about a half an inch near Mount Diablo pretty impressive numbers the more north we go there up near Lake County but taking a look at the reason why this is even happening another huge system an area of low pressure is dipping its way down along the Pacific Northwest heading into our evening hours tonight and by tomorrow and even into Sunday it's going to linger its way down to us impacting our coastline pretty shortly more on that coming up in just a bit but for now, back to you, Liz. All right, Jess, thanks so much. The disgraced attorney, Alex Murdaugh, has been sentenced to life in prison without parole. Just yesterday, a jury in South Carolina convicted him of murdering his wife and 22-year-old son. CBS reporter Michael George has the latest on today's sentencing. Alec Murdaugh addressed the court before his sentencing Friday. I'm innocent. I would never hurt my wife, Maggie and I would never hurt my son, Papa. But the judge said the disgraced lawyer, who's admitted to stealing millions from his clients and firm, lacked credibility. You can convince yourself about it, but obviously you have the inability to convince anyone else about that. Moments later, Judge Clifton Newman sentenced Murdaugh to life in prison without parole for the murders of his wife, Maggie, and 22-year-old son, Paul, in June of 2021. For the murder of Paul, Murda, whom you probably love so much, I sentence you to prison for murdering him for the rest of your natural life. Those sentences will run consecutive. It took jurors less than three hours Thursday to convict him on all counts. Guilty. Verdict, verdict, guilty, verdict, guilty. The swift verdict came after a six-week trial where Murdaugh took the stand in his own defense and admitted to being at the crime scene minutes before the murders took place. Prosecutors say that decision to testify ultimately hurt him. He's been manipulating people for decades, uh, lying and manipulating to, to get his way, and I, I feel like he could do this to the jury. That's probably what he was thinking, but it blew up in his face. Murdaugh also faces multiple charges for alleged financial crime some of which he admitted to during the trial. 
Well, a Nobel Peace Prize winner has been sentenced to 10 years in prison in Belarus for financing anti-government protests. Three other top members of the Human Rights Center have, that he founded have been in custody since 2020 after a massive protest over the re-election of the country's authoritarian president. He was awarded the Peace Prize last year. Funerals are underway in Greece for the victims of this week's deadly train wreck. At least 57 people died after a high-speed passenger train uh, hit another freight train head-on. Three days later, recovery teams are still sifting through the wreckage. Greek officials blame the crash on human error and an outdated rail system. Thousands of protesters gathered outside the railway building today demanding answers from the company and the Greek government. Government officials have promised to thoroughly investigate the incident.